and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober, encouraging believers to stand on the Word of God, and motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. I am Brian Moonen, sounding the alarm, asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. Of course, the truth is God's word. The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12. Praise God. Welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about fools. And the fact that fools hate God, particularly we're going to be addressing Stephen Hawking. The fact that he passed away has got a lot of media attention and he is being called, basically being made out to be the new Einstein, which isn't saying much. But Stephen Hawking was was considered to be a genius, but according to God, he was a fool. And we're going to test his words against the Holy Bible and see why the man was a fool. And it's very sad when a fool dies. The man most likely is in hell right now. His soul is in hell and he will not escape the judgment. Stephen Hawking spent most of his life mocking God and making up his own reality, which is based on his theories and ironically, he mocked the Bible and said that it was fairy tales, when really what he did was he made up his own fairy tales. Now he knows that those things that he made up were lies and that he was deceived. This is what Stephen Hawking said. When people ask me if a God created the universe, I tell them that the question itself makes no sense. Time didn't exist before the Big Bang, so there is no time for God to make the universe in. We are each free to believe what we want, and it's my view that the simplest explanation is there is no God. No one created our universe, and no one directs our fate. This leads me to a profound realization. There is probably no heaven and no afterlife either. We have this one life to appreciate the grand design of our universe, and for that I am extremely grateful. Well, contradict much? You say no one created our, our universe, and then you, is this supposed to be a joke? Appreciate the grand design of our universe? Obviously, there's design everywhere we look. You have more information in one part of your DNA. It's information. It's coded information with instructions about how you were created. Your hair, your eye color, your height, your body mass, your talents, your bone structure. It's all in your DNA. It's coded information. And we know for a fact that information cannot come from itself. It has to come from an intelligent source, a creator, a designer, 
our genetic code is comprised of information. Do you understand that? Now, here's a quote from an article on creation.com, which the article is called Lost in Translation, The Genetic Information Code Points to an Intelligent Source. I'm just going to read one or two quotes from this to get your logic functioning here. In any form of communication, there must first be a transmitter and then a receiver that understands the specific code used, or else the communication is useless, literally lost in translation. And information is not a property of matter, okay? It's not tangible. American mathematician Norbert Weiner made the often cited statement, quote, information is information, neither matter nor energy. And that's very important to understand. Information is not a material, tangible thing. It's from an intelligent source. And I just want to point this out. They claim this spontaneous creation, everything, mass chaos equals everything. Let me point this out. This is a fact of science. The following things cannot come from random chance and chaos. All of the things I'm about to name can never come from random chaos. Mathematical logic, algorithmic optimization, cybernetic programming, computational halting, integrated circuits, organizations such as homeostatic metabolism, far from equilibrium, material symbol systems such as genetics, any goal-oriented bona fide system, language, formal function of any kind, and utilitarian work. And all of those things are present in the genetic code system that we have in our DNA, in life, living things. And this author of this article says, the faith needed to believe that a code system spontaneously came into being is far-fetched, but the concept that matter developed a mind capable of understanding it goes beyond faith into the realm of fantasy. And that is so true. It is a complete far-fetched fairy tale of nonsense. In other words, foolishness from fools. But Stephen Hawking claims that believing in God is just a fairy tale. I'm sure Stephen Hawking didn't think that his wheelchair came from itself and came from nothing. Somebody created it. Somebody designed it. Somebody built it. Somebody assembled it. Somebody charged the batteries. Somebody connected the wires. And it all goes back to a designer. And it's a fool who could claim that anything that exists came from nothing without a supernatural God creating it out of nothing, which is what the Lord Jesus Christ, in fact, did, the Bible tells us. Without a supernatural hand overseeing that, there could be no creation. And his foolish assertion that because it happened before time started, it couldn't have been any God, that is the most foolish rationalization I've ever heard. For him to be considered a genius, it's very sad. This is like a little kid explaining something out of his imagination. God is outside of time. The Bible records that. Isaiah 46, 9 through 10 says, Remember the former things of old, 
For I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. You see, God is outside of time. God is outside of time. Time is part of creation. Time and space and matter. And God is outside of his creation. That's not difficult to understand. God is supernatural. God is outside of his creation. He's omniscient. He's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. And he's unstoppable. And he's not held into a little box with time. That's why there's so many fulfilled prophecies recorded in the Bible. God knows the beginning from the ending. He calls it. He says, you know, I think 700 years from now, the children of Israel are going to go into captivity, into Babylon, and they're going to be there this many years, and then this person is going to deliver them, and this is going to happen, that's going to happen. It all happens like clockwork. And the prophecies are fulfilled, and that is why the Holy Bible stands alone. It's God's word. And this poor fool spent most of his life writing books, making up reasons out of his own imagination, because physics is mostly theories and imagination and little math problems that nobody can really duplicate. It's not observable science. It's not like taking water, putting it in cold, and watching it freeze and saying, okay, water freezes at this temperature. We can repeat this experiment. That's hard science. Nikola Tesla was a brilliant scientist and inventor. He said this, Today's scientists have substituted mathematics for experiments, and they wander off through equation after equation and eventually build a structure which has no relation to reality. These people will read a physics book and think that it's absolute truth, but none of it is observable. It's all theories. It's all theories based on someone else's theories, based on someone else's theories. And that's why it's very sad that people put so much stock and faith in a dead man's theories instead of in the living God's truth. And it's why Truth Dealer Radio is here to expose the truth to the world. A lot of people don't know what the Bible says. We're going to get into a lot of Bible verses on this show about God and fools and about the light and the dark. Stephen Hawking also said, We are just an advanced breed of monkeys on a minor planet of a very average star, but we can understand the universe. That makes us something very special. Well, sadly, he didn't understand much at all about the universe. All he did was make things up out of his imagination when the real truth is in the Bible. But this man spent his whole life trying to disprove God and trying to turn people away from the truth. And he made a lot of disciples after himself. He was just another fool running from God. And he hated God. Stephen Hawking said, I regard the afterlife to be a fairy story for people that are afraid of the dark. Well, that's too bad that you regard that. Jesus Christ is not afraid of the dark, but in fact, the powers of darkness fear him. 
It's very insulting. This little intellectual man thought he had a a snarky little way of insulting people who believe in heaven and hell. And who believe people, those of us who know the truth, the spiritual truth that can only be discerned spiritually by God's grace. That your soul lives on. And deep down, you can't deny that you are not this flesh. You, you are not just the cells, the physical matter you can touch. You know that. You know that your soul is not going to cease to exist. But rather you will be judged. Hawking said, I regard the brain as a computer. Yeah, we got a lot of computers around that nobody designed, nobody built. That are super complicated. Happens all the time. They spontaneously create. I regard the brain as a computer which will stop working when its components fail. There is no heaven or afterlife for broken down computers. That is a fairy story for people afraid of the dark. See, that's the full quote. Hmm. It's so sad. It's so sad that people will go to him for wisdom when the man has no wisdom. He was a fool. Proverbs 14.1 says, The fool hath said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. Praise God for his word. God says, The fool hath said in his heart, There is no God. Stephen Hawking said, There is no God. He also said, There's no heaven and there's no hell. But he, he has his own fairy tale. Stephen Hawking made up his own fairy tale. He said, Spontaneous creation is the reason there is something rather than nothing. Why the universe exists, why we exist. It is not necessary to invoke God to light the blue touch paper and set the universe going. So, you can believe in creation, spontaneous creation, out of nowhere. You just can't believe that God, who is holy, who gave us his word to tell us how to be saved, who sent his only begotten son, came and died on the cross himself for our sins, to redeem us because we are fallen. We sinned against him. We broke his holy Ten Commandments. You can't believe that God created everything, but you can just believe that everything created itself out of nothing. So don't tell me you don't have faith in miracles. You have faith. You have a false God, a false ideology, a satanic worldview of materialism, naturalism, whatever you want to call it, humanism. And you have your own twisted faith. You have to have more faith to believe in that than the faith, saving faith that we have. You have to have more faith because you're believing that nothing equals everything for no reason. For no reason. I would be laughing if it wasn't so sad. If this man wasn't in hell, I would be laughing at how stupid and foolish his theories and his quotes are. And I just found a few quotes because I don't want to waste my time looking through all of his vain philosophies, deceitful writings. 
These are his main quotes. They're supposed to be so inspirational. The man was a fool. Proverbs 14.7 says, Go from the presence of a foolish man, when thou perceivest not in him the lips of knowledge. So, spontaneous creation. Yeah, we see that everywhere, don't we? I just, I just saw a poodle spontaneously create in the backyard. Whoosh. No, we never saw that, did we? Not once. But yeah, the whole universe just banged into existence for no reason. Total order out of chaos. Just everything random equaled everything organized and designed. Yeah, so, you know, let's say you had an M80 little, maybe you remember those from when you were a kid. It's like a big firecracker thing. You put it into an apple and light it and get far away and it blows up. What happens? Does it create an apple orchard? Is that what happens when you blow something up? First of all, there has to be something there to blow up. This fool couldn't tell you where everything came from. He says nothing exploded and created everything. And then mass amounts of time went by. So who created time? Once again, you can't answer that. Mass amounts of time went by. And then because of time, because time, everything randomly organized into these most highly complicated organisms that were alive. Now, mind you, we have crazy psycho scientists trying to reproduce life in the lab with all their fancy equipment and high-tech computers and stuff, and they really have a hard time. Oh, yeah, but it just can randomly, with, with time, the magic symbol, can make itself alive. The fools can still not tell you, where did matter come from? Where was the first matter? Who created that? You know, all the matter that had to be there, all the elements, all the gases, who created that? I'll answer that for you right when we come back on Truth Dealer Radio. If you have any questions about today's program, please write to Brian at kjvprepper.com. Visit kjvprepper.com for Christian apparel worn to warm. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, that's time, God, that's force, created, that's energy, the heaven, that's space, and the earth, that's matter. That's just so interesting because in 1820, a man named Hubert Spencer, a scientist, he gave the world five scientific principles uh, by which mankind can study the unknown through science. They happen to be time force, energy, space, and matter. Isn't it interesting that in the very first verse of the Holy Bible, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Moses recorded, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. That's got it all right there. It is the explanation for our created universe. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. I just thought I would throw that thought in there. It's an interesting fact. Proverbs 1.7 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Fools despise the Bible. The Bible is instruction. Fools hate the Bible, 
And it's ironic, they spend their entire life trying to disprove the existence of the Creator who inspired the Holy Bible. They try to prove why the Bible is wrong. They try to prove why we don't need the Bible. And then they claim that they have a profound realization. This is what's funny about Hawking. What does he say? What does he really say? He says, the simplest explanation is there is no God. No one created our universe and no one directs our fate. The simplest explanation. Is that science? Is that does that sound scientific to you? I don't think it does. Because I know there are thousands of scientists who believe in creation because of the evidence in creation. They see design everywhere they look. That's why we study creation. That's why people who design fighter jets try to copy the design in a brain of a hornet, of a bee, because they have a magnificent, complicated, complex gyroscope thing in their brain that nobody can replicate. They've spent millions of dollars studying the brain of a bee to try to backwards engineer that brain so they can replicate that inside their jet plane guidance system. That's not an accident. That means that was designed. Don't be a fool. Mankind is so much more intelligent than a bee. What does that tell you too? The bee didn't create its own brain anyway. God did. A holy, righteous God did. It's so foolish. Advanced breed of monkeys. I think not. 2 Timothy 3.16 All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And remember Proverbs 1.7 says that fools despise wisdom and instruction. They despise the Holy Bible because they hate God. Fools hate God. Psalm 5, verse 5 says, The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Fools waste their time on vain and worthless philosophies and endless theories and esoteric babbling. That's what all these books are. Of a man making up all this stuff that's supposed to tell you where the universe came from. And then they have the nerve to criticize the Bible and say, the Bible was written by men. Don't you understand? The Bible was written by men. Who wrote all the books that you rely on for your false knowledge and your vain babbling and your vain philosophies? Lost men. But the Bible says that the Holy Scriptures were given by inspiration of God. A man wrote it down, but it was inspired by the Holy Spirit of the living God. Second Peter one twenty one says, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. God is outside of time, and he directed them to write the Holy Scriptures. And I'm talking about the Bible, not the Koran or the Hindu books or any other false religions that have been proven false. They don't have fulfilled prophecies. They don't have a savior that died for the sins of the world freely. All those other religions, 
including Catholicism, they're works-based. You do this, you do that. That's also foolish. It's a foolish, vain waste of time. So getting back to this idea that fools waste their time on vain philosophies and theories and babbling. Proverbs 15.2 The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. Just blah, 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 blah. I think this, I think that. No solid truth based on God's word. Proverbs 15.14 The heart of him that hath understanding seeketh knowledge, but the mouth of fools feedeth on foolishness. They can't get enough. They want to read all the Stephen Hawking books. They want to read Oprah, Eckhart Troll, all these false religions, all these theories and philosophies and everything. It never ends. You just keep on feeding on it, ever learning and never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Anything but the truth. Colossians 2.8 warns, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Don't go to fools for wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Go to God for wisdom. Proverbs 16.22 Understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that hath it, but the instruction of fools is folly. It's folly. It's equal to sin. Because God has given them life and time and a mind, and they're wasting it all, chasing after everything but the truth. Because they reject the light. They reject the light. We're going to read about that shortly. Jesus Christ himself called lost people fools. Luke 11.40, ye fools, did not he that made that which is without make that which is within also? Well, it sounds like Jesus Christ believed in creation. Yes, of course he believed in creation. Because John 1.1 says that he's the one who created everything. Praise you, Lord. Matthew 23.19, ye fools and blind. Oh, that doesn't sound very like, very nice. You know what? Jesus Christ laid it on the line with people. Love warns. We need to warn the lost in love. And let them know, excuse me, you're a fool, you're blind. Here's the truth. And not everyone wants to listen. If they don't want to listen, they're accountable to God either way. If you give them a gospel track, they have that track. If they don't read a word of it, that's their problem. God extended his mercy to them. God extended his grace to them. I've given evangelical books to people and later on gone to their garage sale and I see the book sitting there. For 10 cents, I bought the book back and said, this is worth a lot more. I'll give it to someone else. But you know what? That's a fool that does that. That's a fool that rejects the truth. And I pray they're not given over to a reprobate mind. But they had the chance to receive that truth. It's a scary thought that someone can have the truth. The the love of God so loving for him to extend that truth to them and then just spit in his face and reject him because they love their sin, they love the darkness, and they hate God. They don't want to know the truth about God because it interferes with their sin. 
Lost people are spiritually blind, and they are in darkness. Stephen Hawking mocks and says it's a fairy tale. Believe in God is a fairy tale for people who are afraid of the dark. Lost people are in darkness, and they're going to be cast out into outer darkness. 1 Corinthians one twenty-five: Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. You can't even come close to the mind of God. All these people that everyone thinks is a genius, they're exposed before God. Their smartest thought, so-called, is nothing compared to the mind of God. We can't even conceive of the brilliance and the holiness and the majesty and the glory of the mind of God. His ways are so much higher than our ways. Think about all the things that are going on that he created, the molecules, the blood that pumps out of your heart, the your nervous system, your brain, your eyes, that no one can make a camera that can even come close to how complicated our eyes are, your eardrums, our senses, taste, our taste buds, and the fact that food that exists that can bring us good health, also we can taste and enjoy. Praise God. I mean, there's so many gr- good things in creation. It's just sad that the fools, the lost people, they are in spiritual darkness and they cannot understand the spiritual truth. 1 Corinthians 2.14, but the natural man, that is the man that's not been born again, the lost man, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. See, the fool thinks that truth is foolishness. The fool can't discern that it's truth, and they think that the Bible is foolishness. They're deceived. They're 100% deceived. 1 Corinthians 3.19 For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, He taketh the wise in their own craftiness. God knows what time it is. He doesn't play. He thinks he sees these people that think they're wise and, and crafty. And he shuts them down. They're not going to get away with anything on Judgment Day. The wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. You can't outthink God. Fools mock righteousness and they promote sin. Proverbs 14.9 Fools make a mock at sin, but among the righteous there is favor. And you know, it's sin not to believe in God. It's sin to reject God. So a man like Stephen Hawking spent his life writing out all these books, mocking God, mocking creation, and trying to explain his own fairy tale version of it, which is spontaneous creation. That's sin. So he made a mock at sin because he's a fool and he's in darkness. Jesus made everything. He's God. Jesus is not afraid of the dark. I said this before. The powers of darkness fear him. He is the light of the world. John 1, 1 through 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. (sighs) Praise God for coming here. 
and showing us our sin and dying for our sin and redeeming us on the cross. Thank you, Lord. John 1 teaches us that all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. It's such a beautiful verse in the Bible. You know what that means? It means that there isn't anything you see in creation that God didn't make. John 8, 12, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Amen. We're not afraid of the dark. Jesus Christ came to destroy the works of the devil. He destroys the darkness. The lost, the fools, that don't believe, they're condemned. In John 3.19, and this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world, that light is come into the world, and men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. See, they hate Jesus because he came and he exposed our sin. He told us, he showed us by living a sinless life, God manifest in the flesh, revealed the Father here on earth. He lived a perfect, holy life and he was hated. He was crucified for our sins. Revelation 1.8, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty, the Almighty. And this is for you cult members like Jehovah Witness and Mormons. You see, this is the Lord. He is the Almighty. The Lord Jesus Christ is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And he is outside time. So just because Stephen Hawking's foolish mind couldn't understand that concept, which I don't believe, I believe them, all these people that call themselves atheists are just liars. They're satanically trying to divert everyone away from God's truth. And the fact that God is supernatural and can be outside of his creation, time is part of creation. God's not subject to it. That's why he can tell the beginning from the ending. And prophecies come true. Matthew 10, 28. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. And that's what Jesus Christ said. He said, there is a hell. And you need to fear the Lord who can send you to hell. Fools reject God's light. And they love darkness. John 12, 46 through 48. I am come a light into the world, that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not, for I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him, the word that I have spoken. The same shall judge him in the last day. Hawking's going to be judged because he rejected God's word. And the man read a lot of books, I'm sure. And he had a lot of opportunities to study the Bible. But he rejected God's word. And he's going to be judged. 
based on God's word. Matthew 10, 33. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. You deny the Lord Jesus Christ, you spit in his face, you reject his love, you reject his sacrifice on the cross of Calvary that paid for your sins, you're going to be rejected. And God has every right, like I said before, to reject those who reject him. He is long-suffering, but we don't know when a person crosses the line and they can be given over to a reprobate mind. They can be given over. Their, their conscience can be seared. They can have a seared conscience. They're reprobate. So keep praying for those that are lost. Keep giving out gospel tracts. If you got our KJV Prepper shirts and stuff like that, wear them when you go out. Don't be discouraged by the fools. They're everywhere. And the media in this lifetime, in this world we're in, this dark world we're in, they're all about mocking God, mocking his word. And we just need to stand, stand strong in this wicked and perverse generation. Hold out the truth in righteousness. Be prayed up before God, confessed up before God. Don't let sin into your life and God will allow you to serve him. And you can make a difference in this battle for truth. You can, you, whoever's listening, I don't care how old you are or how young you are, you can make a difference. You can serve the Lord and doing a small act, it can make that difference. And people need to be saved. So we need to be about sharing the gospel. And don't worry what people think. The fools are going to mock. They're going to hate. But you don't know what that seed you planted or watered will bring. God brings an increase. God can work. And the work of salvation is all his work. It's not our work but we are co-laborers with him by his grace through the Holy Spirit when you're directed. I mean, I have been directed recently to give tracts to people and just amazing fruit followed. And it's, it's just praise God because when you're sensitive to him and you obey, he shows you, wow, that was like a miracle. <laughs> I, I gave a book, um, One Heartbeat Away by Mark Cahill, to a man at the oil change place. This is a guy I never met, and the Lord was telling me to give him this book. So I gave him the book, and it blew his mind. He he said, I can't believe this. I just had a personal experience with God the other day, and I've been asking, you know, he's the guy's searching big time, and it was wonderful, and he, it really meant something to him. And I told him, this: God wants you to have this book and that book has the truth in it about the gospel, about the Lord, about how to be born again. But it was wonderful. And I just praise God. Um, the man was so encouraged when I gave him that book. Now, that doesn't always happen. But you don't know what happens after you give a person a track. Even if they spit in your face or kick you, whatever they do to you, a year, two years from now, it's up to God. Don't be discouraged. Our job is not to see all this fruit. We're going to see it in the kingdom of heaven. Praise God. Just have faith.
Thank you for listening to Truth Dealer Radio. If you want to support this program, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. Hope you tune in next time. I thank you again for listening. God bless you. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening.